0: Hey guys, today we'll be talking with Naguli, a game developer from Latvia. We'll be covering what he's been working on outside of game development, how he got started, and his personal workflow along with how he comes up with ideas for his games. Enjoy! So, what have you been working on outside of Centurion Rex?
1: I'm working on a mobile game that's currently in open beta. It's an Android game about managing your uh, ant nest. And before Centurion Rex, I had a hobby project, and I still have, but currently it's like in development limbo, Uh, point and sin. It was like an action RPG, pixel art. So outside of game development, not much, Uh, like daily art challenges um, and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Okay. So... When did you first get started in game development? I remember you mentioned it was when you were in university, right?
1: Yeah, but I didn't uh, like study game development. I was studying uh, languages, language business hybrid course. And um, we had like a management, uh, not lecture, but uh, course. And we had to make a minimum value pro- pro- product and... Um, I suggested making a game, and one of my colleagues la- said that it was a stupid idea because it's too much of work. And uh, I just made a bet for like five euros or something that I will make a game for the next uh, meeting. And I made it. It was really shitty. and, and uh, But I, I was personally surprised that when you put your mind to it, you can just m- make it.
0: It looks like that bet kind of paid off. You just uh, got first place, right? And uh, the recent game jam that was going on.
1: Yeah, I was like extremely surprised uh, because it's a game jam that's organized locally uh, that I have been participating in like at least three times, and I never got even close to any like nomination or something. And this time, the competition was pretty strong. Uh, there was very nice pixel art detective game, and and also a match free with like gorgeous art. Yeah, I was really surprised, about but also very glad.
0: Yeah, dude, that's really impressive and awesome to hear. I've been following you for a while. Um, This was your 15th game jam, right?
1: Yes, I I, I said it was my 15th, so I was afraid that I lied. So I went back and counted it. And uh, actually, it has been at least 15, maybe like 16, 17. I started in 2017 and a couple of game jams every year. So, yeah.
0: Humble and very busy. So like, what do you think that you've done differently this time around uh, that led to this uh, success of Centurion Rex? I don't know
1: if we, if we succeeded because of that, but this time I was more specialized in doing one thing and leaving programming to a guy who knew what he was doing. And I was just handling the art and animations. It's a very really different experience because usually I'm like doing a little bit of everything, but this time I was 90% dedicated to doing the animations for the characters.
0: Okay, cool. What do you think is the most difficult part of being a game dev personally?
1: What's difficult for me might not be the same as for others because I find myself being sort of generalist and I have these like, big dreams of a game that would have a large scale or, or like some impressive aspects, but it requires a team, not uh, one person who can do a little bit of everything. So I struggle to find my specialization because... I really enjoy many aspects of creating games.
0: It sounds to me like you got a lot of skills because I've seen that you use, you know, A sprite, you're good with that. And you've also mentioned that you did the programming for uh, Point and Sin. Yep. See, like, that's that's impressive. Like, do you uh, dabble with like sound design or anything else? Because it seems like you're all over the place, which isn't bad. That's a jack of all trades.
1: Sound design is my makers. Uh, actually, I, I hardly know anything about that. Uh, so usually I either rely on uh, public domain uh, sound effects or ask a friend to do them.
0: Do you uh, have anything, like secret sauce basically, like what you use that anybody can go and look up and use for themselves?
1: In terms of sound effects, um, mm-hmm. usually I just use, if I remember correctly, the name Free Sound Library or something like that. Well, essentially if you Google the just free sound effects, it's one of the first results. And you can like filter it uh, by license so that you can get uh, stuff that's creative Commons or something like that. Also, don't be afraid to ask artists because I have asked a couple of times, like almost all the time when they answer them, they agree, which is quite sad in the sense that when they agree, I get someone else who helps me out and I end up not using the music that I asked, which is a bit sad.
0: How long does it usually take for you to make an animation sprite for your games? Because like you did a lot of uh, animation sprites for Centurion Rex, right?
1: Yeah, it, it really depends on the complexity of the animation. Uh, that Centurion Rex game had these small legionnaire units and the big uh, centurions that were riding T-Rexes. So the big centurion like took maybe two days. Like that's actually a lot because I worked just on evenings. Um, to complete one an animation, but for the, the legionnaire, you can like do two animations in the evening, so it depends on how big they are and how complex.
0: Yeah, for a lot of people that don't understand, like as simple of a image that some, you know, pixel sprites may look, it does take a while, because I've recently been starting to like use a sprite, and there's a lot that I don't know. It's really really interesting to see like how fast other pixel artists workflows are like and I think it's really interesting to know what you've done to improve upon those things. It's usually
1: not very intentional. It comes gradually, look up shortcuts and start using them. I guess there are some artists who approach it in a smarter way and they like intentionally learn some effective ways of of doing art, but in my case I just through practice, I gradually get a bit better, a bit better. I could progress faster if I was like intentionally learning how to improve my workflow.
0: So what are some of the skills that you would want to start learning as a game developer currently?
1: There are like really many. <laughs> In terms of art, I would like to learn 3D, at least some basic stuff like for um, low-poly games and just try it out. I also sadly since since when I'm doing my hobby game dev, I mostly do it in game jams, so I don't have a lot of time for game design specifically, and I would like to improve that because it's essentially at the core of most games, like the basic mechanics. and I, I would like to learn the, more about that.
0: Uh, what repetitive things do you do to improve your skills? Do you have like a regimen for like drawing or whenever you're trying to code or anything like that?
1: I have tried a variety of things. Last year I tried streaming. Uh, It helps a little bit. Like when you stream, there's a lower chance that you will be checking social media during the time when you're streaming. It also had like some uh, negative effect where it was difficult to work when you're not streaming. And another thing that has been really helpful is that I started doing some art challenges, for example, like 100 Days of Art where you have to do a sketch every day. And uh, that kind of helped me a lot, sketching a little bit every day, even if it's like completely not your day for drawing, you just do something very little and
0: you like form a habit. That's my usually goal. Got it. What's your workflow like whenever you're making your games?
1: For game jam games and hobby games, it usually starts with something like wouldn't be cool if, and then you place the core concept of the game idea and then you build upon that. For example, for Centurion Rex, it was, like, wouldn't it be cool if if uh, ancient Romans were riding on T-Rexes and shooting uh, machine guns? <laughs> and for, like, other games, for game jams, it was, like, uh, wouldn't it be cool if, like, some uh, pilot of a submarine uh, got submerged and was, like, trying to escape ancient Hulu god? And then you try to build a game on that. And it depends if you're working alone or, or, or together. Then you, like, try to imagine what would the mechanics be like. What game type would best suit the idea for the Romans? It was a strategy game. And for the submarine, it was like a platformer. I understand I'm being a bit vague now.
0: Maybe I should have uh, thought a bit more through it. No, it's pretty good, man. It really is. Because I'm pretty sure, like, it's going to be helpful to anybody else that's going to be listening, so...
1: Maybe I can add something if I remember, but okay.
0: So how do you go about idea crafting?
1: In terms of idea crafting, um, it's a very interesting thing. I think what I have noticed is when you're producing ideas, you gradually get more crazy ideas. It's like a snowball. If you like try to, f- for example, write a book and you write a bit every day, gradually you get more creative. I, I th- actually think it's like making ideas is a skill that you can get better at. So that's essentially my my answer, yeah. Uh,
0: what do you think is the hardest thing about working with you personally?
1: Yes, that's a question I would like to ask myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because I really am not sure what's what, what could it be.
1: Uh, one, one idea is that I have all these ideas that I won't realize and might not let some people express their ideas because maybe they want to input something Else in the game, and maybe it gets overshadowed by the things that I suggest. That could be a possibility. I remember, for example, from my day job, we recently had a discussion about what UI design would be better. And we had like three people that thought one option is better, and three people who thought other option is better. Like the artist got a bit upset with me because I decided one option, even though the other artists were on the other option and, and he said that it seemed like I just want to make the game the way I want, and uh, I'm not taking into account other opinions. I try to be like objective about it and, and um, provide arguments why I think one option is better. And but yeah, sometimes it might not work out as well as I want to.
0: Yeah, that's understandable in the workplace whenever you're uh, you have a conflict of interest.
1: Yeah, and it's like I remember reading and experiencing it also myself that people are like really passionate in the game industry so if they think one thing is right then they li- will really
0: stand by it. Alright well we're going to start wrapping it up. So where can our listeners find you at man?
1: I use Twitter mostly I don't post often but sometimes I do like updates on my game and I also stream my game development on Twitch at Negul TV, and on Twitter I am Neguli Games. let me just check if I'm saying the uh, truth
0: check out Nagoli. I'll leave the links in the description. Thank you for taking the time to do the podcast and hope to see you again. Okay, that will be awesome.